0: Good evening and thank you for joining our podcast. Today's podcast is titled Plant, Cultivate, and Harvest Part 1 Podcast 36, March 14, 2021 Good evening and welcome to our podcast. Back in podcast 28 titled A New Year, Part 1. January 17, 2021, I spoke about planting and harvest. It was a metaphor for the current situation with the coronavirus or COVID-19 virus. How people should do the right thing in combating this virus, particularly speaking on how we should do our part to wear our mask, social distance, and avoid mass gatherings. Well, now I like to go to the meat and potatoes, so to speak, of planting and harvest, adding the in-between duties of cultivation, where we talk about the whole process in both nature and mankind you see there's a lot of correlation between the way God created man to procreate and the way he created nature to procreate as a ground rule nature being plant life and mankind being all other creatures here on earth let's deal with plant life mainly today Being brought up on the farm myself, I learned quite a bit about growing things. Now, I wouldn't say I have a green thumb because I've killed a lot of good plants. But nonetheless, I've learned a lot through trial and error, better known as my mistakes. To plant in the garden, we must condition our soil first. The soil conditioning process entails a lot of work and once we get the soil condition we focus on making sure we plant good seed and in due season that very important and then after we plant in the right season we move to the cultivation process and That is the harvest part of the process. Cultivating means work. Breaking up that fallow ground, moisturizing it with water, including taking care of pre-fertilizing, and then come care, nurturing, and protecting our crop throughout the growth season. Our longest process but in the harvest and fall when we see that great crop we forget our year of toiling but we go out and we harvest we collect the fruit of our labors so to speak the Word of God in Ecclesiastes 3 1 and 2 speaks of to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under this heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which was planted. I like to focus on verse 2 where it talks about a time to plant. We need to know in order to get a good harvest, you must first have the right seed and soil condition, combination. The soil conditions fertilize nutrients such as nitrogen, oxygen, phosphorus, potassium, calcium, iron, copper, magnesium, and zinc in our soil. Something else that must be good for us is the environment, such as rain, sunshine, people, critters, wind, and all have be in our favor you agree now I know I'm talking to farmers out there but the rest of you folk can listen too now we know that you can have the best intentions best seed and soil in the world but if mother nature and all the weather I'm speaking of don't give you some grace you could lose the race that very same crop in one day and there is a host of other critters also that comes along that can either help such as beetles ladybugs aphids and other creatures that help pollinate keep your crop safe and so on or If they are those bad guys we call pests, they could destroy your crop. Those critters that come along and eat up and destroy your crop even starting from the plant all the way up to the fruit itself. It's a constant battle you must wage to produce a good crop at the end of the year or the end of the harvest. Lastly, and most importantly, is you, if you're diligent and dedicated to the cause, you get out there, you plant, you fertilize, you cultivate, you almost guarantee a good crop. But you need prayer. But then there comes that other you who can be lazy who do little or no cultivating or preparation of the soil. Then you plant late. You don't care for the plant. You don't weed or remove the pests from the crop. You do not fertilize and protect your crop during the growth season. And finally, you don't harvest it on time. You lose everything. So you can see bears many factors that can cause a good idea, plan or crop to go bad but the good farmer knows that if you start right with prayer, good seed, conditions the soil, good weather and our continued prayer to our good God in heaven, you know you're going to have a good crop The Bible speaks of another metaphor of planting and harvest. We we country folk know it as farming. Jesus compared the kingdom of God this way. He says in Mark chapter 4 verse 26 through 32. And he said, so is the kingdom of God. As if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep, and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up. He knoweth not how, for the earth bringeth forth fruit of, itself, of herself. First the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth immediately, he put it in the sickle, because the harvest is come. And he said, Where unto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or what comparison shall we compare it? This is a second parable. It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when it is grown in the earth is less than all seed that be in the earth. But when it is sown, grow up and become greater than all herbs and shoot it out great branches so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. You see, there are laws of nature that God has already incorporated in creation, that when a seed goes into the earth, that soil and seed germinates and it goes on to produce what God has designed it to produce. The same way when a man hears the word of God, that word and or seed then start growing in his heart and become what God designed us to be. It causes that soil, that human heart, if you will, soul to respond to the spirit of God as he waters the human soul via his Holy Spirit causes us to grow into a child of God the same as with that plant which grows into the plant harvest by which God designed it to grow the same with the soul of a child you can see this child develop into a good godly child as his parents nurture him or her with the help of the Holy Spirit he grows into a godly man or woman as God's Spirit waters the word that was that seed that was planted it grows into the soul and man responds now Jesus made it clear there is an enemy who sows tares in his field. And those tares, they can grow alongside good plants and choke the plant or the word of God. It, it uses another way of putting it. Because man causes man to sin, do wrong things, be unholy, be unrighteous, even unnatural things. Let's pick up the story in Matthew 13, 24 through 30. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a man who sowed good seed in his field, but while men slept, this enemy came, his enemy came, and sowed tares among the seed and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the household came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? He said unto them, An enemy has done this. The servants said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, no, lefts, While you gather up the tares, you root up also the wheat with them. Let them both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Therefore, the harvest of God is processed like the harvest of man. When we harvest a crop, we separate the good from the bad crop, weeds, grass, etc. Even if not the best crop, God miraculously provides, and we survive. But with the harvest of God, if it's a bad crop, On the last day, the wicked will be burned in hell's fire, and the good will be ushered into heaven to live with God for eternity. So if we don't find forgiveness today, tomorrow is not promised. We will not survive hell's fire and not go to heaven and will not be in the kingdom of God. God has designed hell for Satan and those fallen evil angels. Not for man. But if man refuses to repent and choose to go to hell, then he's included. Don't let any man fool you. Today, man may have modernized his views of heaven and hell, but God's word stands sure. It states Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So focus on getting your life right with God today. Hebrews chapter 13, a paraphrase. This concludes our podcast. If you or someone you know have need of prayer, contact us at Heaven's Prayer Link. We'd love to pray with you. God bless you.